The all-new Sprinter from Mercedes-Benz invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Tom Gleisner. I love it when Tom comes in, Ed, because I get to be the fat man again. <laughs> it's all relative. You are stacking it on. That's who I was back in the 80s. Tommy G and the fat man. Tom, what do you want to talk about today? We'll go anywhere. I'm happy. Well, I've heard that unusual facts will be coming up oh, later. unusual facts. Yep. Not yep. to be confused with amazing facts on the shebang in yes. most states. And, and you can get away. You can ring the shebang just for your own amusement and give them an amazing fact that's simply not true. As long as you yeah. say fact at the head of it, <laughs> Fifi will believe you. Do they go with that? Oh, yeah, they go anywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when she's done. Fact. Gold is lighter than air. And Whoa. Fifi go, really? <laughs> Fifi poisoned her boyfriend yesterday. She's, she's sitting on gold on that show. What have we got? Yuri Geller is looking for an heir live on TV. And we'll be crossing to the South Pacific for uh, John Howard's attempts to uh, build a bridge or two. Oh, it's really? all coming up, plus the latest on Cavalier Gate. Oh, what's this? <laughs> it's the funniest home video saga. Uh, yes. It's all coming up on Get This on the show that... Uh, was first to bring you the news that Darren Hinch is retiring. It's a wake-up call for the uh, the Australian wine industry. It's not true. I just wanted to use that clip. That's Tom Petty free-falling here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M, KOFM in Newcastle. It's myself, Tony Martin. It's that man in mm. Cavalier. Hola. It's Richard Marsland. New okay. nicknames pending. Oh, okay. Don't know what they'll yeah. be. Okay, we're waiting. See what drifts through the transom, Ed. David Bowie isn't catching on with the general public. <laughs> uh, how about a big round for Tom Gleisner? Thank you very much. Thanks for coming in, Tom. Thank you, Tony. Good to be here. And I, I'm saddened this morning. Chappelle Corby's turned a bit bitter. Oh, hasn't she? What's she done? Well, she's. it's all started because she's working on a book, apparently, which, uh, which is tough. Uh, any idea of a title? What would you call it if you were Chappelle Corby writing a book about your life? Corby's life. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the default <laughs> setting when you're completely out of inspiration. I'm not even going to stop with that one. I'm yet. trying to think of a pun with Corby. Nah. Corbin the act? Oh, no, no, it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah. My story. That's every cricket, uh, every everyone. shield oh, cricketer who couldn't be bothered <laughs> working that hard on their um, autobiography would come up with my story. Sometimes my story with an exclamation mark yeah, if, yeah, if it was explosive. But, um, but she's turned on some of her fellow uh, Aussie prisoners, Renee Lawrence. What? who she describes as a psychopathic lesbian. Oh, don't. Don't tell me that. Well, you know, she's uh, apparently... Well, she believes that it's the treatment that that was Renee Lawrence and the Bali... She's turned on the Bali... She's turned on David Hicks, I suspect, if we get reading. Every other prisoner is kind of basically led to where she is today. (laughs) What's the fight that she got into with Renee Lawrence? Well, apparently Renee won't let you sleep. If you're sharing a cell with her and... uh, (laughs) No, this is true, apparently. Uh, she'll kick you in the head and sexually hit on you. And it says here... She Same pick- time? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> you pay. <laughs> true to mean. Mm. Yeah. But it says here, she'd pick on me, start fights, and ram my head into cement walls. Oh, oh that's... That's afternoon activity, I guess, over there in the, in the prison. Have you seen the pictures of uh, Chappelle Corby's boyfriend? They keep trying to find, like, he's a, a dude who works at the prison, I think, mm. and they keep trying to find, like, a serious photograph of him as where yeah. the story is, you know, Chappelle's photo. Yes. But every photo, he's just grinning from ear to ear. He's, he's a little too happy. <laughs> he's laughing at She needs a new lawyer. I'm sure there's someone who's been recently deregistered in Jakarta that can fly over there and put on the Bartek shirt and offer to get Buster out of the, of the prison. Uh, okay. Oh. Now, I'm sorry to say, I'm on, uh, on the Roslyn's um, Wikipedia page. Oh. Okay. Don't tell me they're calling him a psychopathic lesbian. <laughs> it's well, that, not relevant. It's taken. That's the name of my autobiography. Uh, guess what? 
they've taken all these nicknames off oh, and dear. locked the page. Oh, the page has been locked. Lock. Has it been locked? Leaving facts there though. That's always good when that happens. Nope, everything's been cleaned up. And when it gets when a Wikipedia page gets locked, like for how long does the lock stay on? About three days. Yeah, okay. and then the vat and press. Isn't really? Then the fun starts all over again. <laughs> uh, you know, I know Alan Jones has been described as a psychopathic lesbian, <laughs> but I don't think it's relevant. <laughs> Irrelevant time? He'll ram your head through a concrete wall <laughs> if you're not <laughs> careful. <laughs> what I love is I'm sure our Melbourne listeners know the work of Andrew Bolt. The Bolt. And certainly the rest of the country would see him on a show called, uh, was it Nazis Incorporated? Raging Fascists. I think it's Raging Fascists. Insiders, I think they've retitled it. Either way. But Balty has uh, gone into bat for Alan Jones in his column in the Herald Sun in Melbourne uh, today. Good, good. And his headline, what I love is, the headline of the column, I just think, should be the name of Andrew Bolt's column every day. Vengeful hypocrisy. <laughs> <laughs> just retitle it yeah. that. Mm. Bang. He says, um, Bolt, he says, it's one of the most savage, poofter bashing exercises I've ever seen, the book. Jeez. I've ever seen. I've ever seen. Obviously, he doesn't read his own column. Yeah, right. Yeah. There you go. But how's that? I mean... What do you think about that, Tom? Is it relevant that Alan Jones is gay? What I love is that you read all these articles mm, mm. and they're saying, you know, does it matter? Right. Yeah. But isn't it relevant when he's such a big fan of John Howard? Uh, and John Howard on gay issues? He doesn't like them. He's often invoking the Bible. He won't let them get married. He's not digging it. He's, he, he's managed to hide it. That's the amazing thing. We're hitting this era now when you're looking back at all these big names in, in entertainment over the decades. Mm. Like, like Graham, Graham Kennedy. No one ever acknowledged that he was anything but no. straight yeah. until well, Darren, I think, lifted the lid. That's <laughs> right. Um, Good on him. It, it was important to do. But it's amazing now you think of the people who managed to sail under, under the radar. And Alan Jones is so strident and so conservative, yeah. yet he's, he's had this, this double life that... Um, as you say, how could he sit down and have, you know, have a cup of tea with John Howard and not sort of the topic not come up? Yeah, and given that his show is basically laying into persecuted oh. minorities yes. like uh, <laughs> the Muslim people. Exactly. Uh, wouldn't he have a bit more empathy? No. No? Of, often, you, I think, you sort of tra it's transferring that sort of hatred. It's, it's, a, it's a strange one, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Talk about flying under the, uh, under the, you know, the radar. I saw Liberace. I went to the Liberace Museum. I'm not going to say. <laughs> right. They're saying that about him now, and I don't think that's relevant. No. It's like Mr. Humphreys. Liberace. Leave it. When Liberace came out here to Australia, this is going back many years, kids. There was, a, show, there was a young talent show called Young Talent Time. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> and there was a very young sort of cherubic boy who started mm -hmm. that called Jamie Redfern. Yeah, that's and right. Liberace took a liking to to Jamie, yeah, he's a he, said, he said, "A lovely singer." He said, "I am so excited." Oh, you can do the voice, don't you? <laughs> I don't know. It turns into Jack Nicholson. I better not. <laughs> he offered to take Jamie Redfern back to America with Whee. him, and we, as a nation, how there was a sort of a mass naivety. We went, "Isn't that lovely?" <laughs> Jamie's going back to he's, America he's, with Liberace. He's got him on his hand luggage. <laughs> but, but, uh, but he took him back. Well, at the museum, they've got all of Liberace's stuff. Mm. And when Liberace got to Australia the first time, he got handed by the government the largest opal ring in the world <laughs> ever. Yes. And it's there with pride of place. And you read his obituary and he goes, Liberace died, blah, blah, blah. Liberace, he was unmarried. Stop. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, unmarried. My wife's been to the Liberace Museum yeah, in Las in, Vegas. That's right, been. Right, piano in the lift. You know it. In the lift. So he could do his own oh, okay. lift music. And just in case he got inspiration. Between yeah. floors, he yep. could knock something out. And, he, and when Evil Knievel jumped uh, Caesar's Palace on a uh, Caesar's Palace uh, Lake on a motorcycle, <laughs> yeah. he didn't have a car that he wanted to rock up in, and it was the uh, petrol crisis of the 70s. <laughs> so what he did was, is he got a Volkswagen Beetle, mm. painted it pink, 
sent it to Rolls-Royce, and Rolls-Royce converted the Beetle into a Rolls-Royce. So the back half is a Beetle, right. the front half is a Rolls-Royce, and that's what he showed up in. Fantastic. Is that a good response to our petrol crisis now, do you think? <laughs> driving a, a piano or, or paint your cars pink. Either way, well done, Australia. Uh, Liberace, I always remember this great doco shown on the ABC a few years ago about... Um, oh, it was about Liberace, oh, yeah. but it was about the bloke who did his plastic surgery. Do you remember that? No. Mm. But we're in a full-time job. I'm it was, well, apparently... It was such a bad job that for the last five years of his life, Liberace had to sleep with his eyes open. <laughs> Isn't that a disturbing... <laughs> and they had this bloke who was like uh, Liberace's, um, well, friend, mm. and he was saying that he went into the operating theatre when the bloke was doing the plastic surgery on... Um, Liberace, and maybe the guy wasn't fully credentialed as a plastic yes. surgeon because apparently he had Liberace's head like... Mm. where it would be for doing plastic surgery. On one side, he had a big pile of cocaine, <laughs> and on the other, and in his other hand, he had a, a tumbler of whiskey. <laughs> so it's just cocaine, an anaesthetic. Some whiskey, and mm. in the middle, there's the project. <laughs> Looking up at you with unclosable eyes. That's it's some disturbing imagery. Mm. Mm. It's what helped get rid of the Alan Jones imagery from my head. <laughs> Let's get on with the program. Some big news uh, on the TV last night. The World War II bomb has exploded during roadworks works on a highway in southern Germany, killing one worker and injuring five. World War II is back! Hey! It's back on! I didn't there had to be one unexploded bomb somewhere in Germany, surely. They found it. I knew, it wasn't, I knew mm. we weren't finished with that war. Yes. Yeah, right. And it's back to show us all what a proper war is, a war that makes sense, a war that people like. We understand. Hey. Do you think it was the one of those road workers, you know, those signs that stop, slow, <laughs> explode? No, not the lollipop he just went man. Up. I yeah, hope it's not the lollipop yeah. man. Sadly, no. Who was injured? How many were injured? Um, oh, sorry, casualties. They say I'd rather not dwell on that. <laughs> hey, there's enough distance, Tony. It happened days ago. Move on. All right, we will move on. Uh, there's a lot to talk about. We're going to be crossing to John Howard in the Pacific. Ah, That's coming up on the, Get This. In the Pacific. In the Pacific. In the Pacific <laughs> 1985. They'd be bowling for soup here at uh, Get This. Still waiting for another one from Bowling for Soup. <laughs> mm. The greatest hits albums are Corker. Yeah, it really is. It's timing their run. Mm. Uh, Tom Gleisner is here. On get this, and uh, thank God your hair goes out tonight. Oh, you can, you're allowed to say who's on, aren't I you? I can indeed. It's our third last episode. Hasn't, hasn't the series whizzed past? Oh, sure. We've got a bit of an international feel tonight. Oh, yes. it's kind of, we've um, Jim Owen steps ah, up for the plate, oh, yes. which yep. is uh, fabulous. Watching, I, you know, I think he's one of Australia's best stand-up comedians, and mm, yeah. this is script-free. He's just got yeah. he's just got to step into a, in fact, he, a pith helmet. That word again, pith <laughs> helmet, um, and uh, take on the challenge. Stephen K. Amos, did you have Stephen on when he was in the country? We didn't get him Time on. Out. No, a UK yeah. comedian, uh, excellent. Very but, funny uh, guy. He had a, a bit of fear in his eyes, didn't he? Ed? It was the most fear I've seen because mm. I don't think he'd seen the show very much. Yes, yeah. He really was like, "What is this? What am I doing? Yeah. Why did I agree to this?" But he was fabulous. Robin yeah. Butler, I think Triple M's oh, own yes. Robin Butler, uh, and uh, Pete Rosethorn. Uh, oh, good to see him back. So great, great Pete back. Good. Someone told me that uh, we won't name any names. That there was a big name overseas star who wanted to come on. Thank God you're here, and couldn't believe it when they found out you don't 
give people the <laughs> scenarios beforehand. I didn't hear that story, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's true. I it's didn't true. Hear that story either. But we don't. We it's for their own good. I swear. Well, you've done it a couple of times, Tony. Would you honestly be helped if I said, okay, you're playing a meteorologist? No. Or... Well, the first time I was on, I just had this costume. You couldn't tell what it was. Right. It was like a guest on a rock show. Then last week, I was in a superhero costume. Yes. Yeah. And I've had a few people say to me, well, surely when you're in the costume, you can think of all the jokes. No. And I go, they've got no idea what goes on backstage. You're pushed into a tiny boot. Mm. People are just... It's basically what I imagine happens when you go down the bat poles. Yes. Uh, like that happens. It's like sharing a cell with uh, Chappelle Corby. <laughs> it is. Renee Lawrence. You just push <laughs> into this booth, <laughs> have your head rammed against a cement wall, sexually advanced, sexually everywhere. hit upon, and then push down on the stage. And the sort of you haven't got a mirror, so you can't actually quite see what it is you're wearing. So I'm going a superhero, and I'm looking, I had an F, and I'm going, oh, uh, F, I could be... Who could I be? I'll, if... If they ask, I'll say I'm fantastic, man. You're on! Yeah, and that yeah, was it. Yeah, Suddenly yeah. you're talking to yeah. Shane Bourne. So exactly. there isn't really time. No, exactly. Sure. So, yeah, we, we don't do it, and honestly, there would be no point. And it's terrifying. Mm. I remember coming it's off... It's terrifying? The, it is, because I thought I was fine, and I came off and someone handed me a glass of water and it just went everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it was like being Alan Jones' personal assistant. It was that nerve-wracking. Right, uh, television, we had... Uh, well, we've got our own little uh, TV issue going on here. Uh, Ed sent in an entry to the Funniest Home Video. Yes, foolishly mentioned it on air. Mm. Now they're just openly mocking him in their voiceovers. <laughs> and so, are you, you going to give up it, or are you going to get it on? Oh no, Tom, no? it's going on. Is that right? Yeah. If, even if I have to run in to the studio myself mm. and with an LCD TV on my, he's chest, announcing his plan again, Tom. Oh, whoops! <laughs> on air, <laughs> the Riddler. He's like the Riddler. Ah. Uh, Mm. I'm going to do something, Tom. Yeah. Nudge, you, nudge. It will right? be on. It will oh. be on. We, right. Who was that person? She was great. Heidi. Heidi. Called up yesterday and said that they'd mentioned you on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She also says if we can't take out Tony Perrin, which was mm. her Sopranos-esque <laughs> idea. Yeah, I like that. Can we at least run a telethon to pay for a boob job? Ooh. I reckon she's got the weirdest tits on telly, <laughs> says Heidi. See, that's a good phone topic as well. Yeah. Weirdest tits on telly. Yeah, 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 yeah. that'd be good. Cool. And I've man been... boobs count as well. <laughs> this is crazy sketch. I've never quite worked out, but it, it would involve um, funding some videos. And it'd be Tony, the intro would read Tony Perrin going, Have you ever done something really, really embarrassing that's been caught on camera? And I cut to a clip, and it's the clip of her saying that exact introduction. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Is that weird? Is that a basis for a sketch comedy show? What am I talking about? Maybe I'll ask Ed Cavalier. <laughs> but is that, in just in defence of Tony Period, mm. are they saying she has the weirdest tits on telly because they're actually real? And that's so rarely seen in these times we live in. I'm uh, flying a big flag for real breastage on this show. Are you? Ed's at the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> Don't, no, I'm not at the other end of you, the you spectrum. You see a bit of real breast work on Dancing with the Stars, because everyone oh, yeah. comes out in, uh. in the in the full sort of sequence and push-up bra. Uh. A lot of Hollywood tape action there. Oh, really? And I reckon yeah, it'd be 70% you know, authentic on that show. I saw it last Darryl's, night. Daryl's, I think, might have had a lot oh, of work. Oh, he's had a lot of work. <laughs> lifting up there. Mm. Uh, it, but the, the, a lot of people, on, I saw it last night, and when people come out, have you noticed that the, the the fake tan, sort of uneven. Yep. The front of them's quite a different shade of orange to the back. It's very <laughs> difficult fake tan and dancing it. I've, I've had some personal experience of it. It's never having done it myself. But <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang well, on. Are, well, have you ever worn fake tan? No, no, but it, it, 
if you try and do it sort of, you know, yourself at home, it comes on uneven. <laughs> yeah. And the giveaway is the palms of your hands are often a d- darker <laughs> colour than your, your own head. When will they start making fake tan in colours that people actually go? Oh, that, you're missing the point. <laughs> what is this terracotta yellow ochre nonsense? This George Hamilton shoes. <laughs> it's, yeah, I know. It should just be like pale, like our skin tone. <laughs> Absolutely. It should be sort of slightly off pink. This is a suntan in Dunedin yeah. that we're looking at. Right now, uh, John Hamilton. Howard is getting a bit of a tan. He's got the, the Hawaiian shirt on. He's got the Hawaiian shirt. He must yeah. be at a conference if he's got the Hawaiian on. He's trying to build a few bridges with our neighbours in the Pacific. Ah, uh, yes. Do we want to cross there live now? Be great. Let's go. Please, please, delegates, if I could have some shusho. Joining us here at the 58th Annual TV Week Pacific Leaders Forum, please give it up for the Prime Minister of Austronesia, Sir John Howard. Fijians, Tongans, Samoans, miscellaneous, please do not be concerned by all this alarmist talk about rising sea levels. Now, as I swam to the podium this morning, wearing, as you can see, this traditional Hawaiian shirt, Afro-wig and moustache, in deference to your most revered... uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Or at least that's what the Prime Minister of the Solomon Islands told me to do. He said, later I'll be leading you in your national anthem, My Bologna. Anyway, my point is, I am very sensitive to cultural differences. <laughs> I still recall laughing along to the old black and white minstrel show, <laughs> which I'm sure you'll be getting here soon. But as for rising sea levels, I have here the results of a study by my Global Warming Task Force, and they advise move all perishables to a high shelf. That's it. That's the result of the think tank. Took the Sydney Institute 10 months to write that. Well, it was those 700 pages of love poetry to Peter Costello. But anyway, natives, think of it this way. In the old days, you had to get up out of your hut in the morning and make your way down to the beach. Well, now, the beach is coming to you. And where's the gratitude? Half a billion dollars in aid and a marked increase in waterfront property gratis. And this is the thanks I get. As for these spurious claims of colonial interference, I was recently in very productive talks with the Solomon Islands Police Minister. Unfortunately, they were cut short when he had to be returned to his cell, but I hope to have further talks with the Justice Minister just as soon as he escapes those child entrapment charges. But what I told them is that you people are right. You have to take control of your own countries. The government cannot function with continual outside interference, as I was saying to Alan Jones last week when he was helping me redraft our country's media laws. I should point out he was doing that on his own time for charity. We were raising money for the Alan Jones home for retired young footballers. But in conclusion, let me play this traditional Polynesian air on my own head. Here it comes, wait for it. Now! 
you like that one? Here we go. Ow! What do you reckon, Sugavari? Ow! It's really starting to hurt now. Ow! Hopefully this is distracting from the... Ow! Rising sea levels. Ow! All right. I think that's... uh... That's going to be in the essential countdown, that number. <laughs> oh, really? I think we've solved the uh, South Pacific issues. It's good Absolutely. To, good to hear a reference to uh, Weird Al Yankovic's My Bologna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get enough sizzle these days. It's fairly gratuitous. Now, Tony, I need to take uh, issue with someone real quick, if I can. If you could. I need to take issue with uh, Gosi One, who is a Wikipedia... Uh, that's, a ha- that's the handle of a Wikipedia yeah. kind of contributor... Who's taken all of Marslin's nicknames off? Oh, uh, Stephen One, Gosey. Yeah, Gosey One. Now that might be you, Marslin's, right? <laughs> what but uh, but uh, because it says here that he said that most of them have been made up by Wiki Vandals, and Marslin never asked for the nicknames to be on the site in the first place. That's interesting. Mm. So, Richard Marslin, would you like all of those nicknames to put put back on and for more to be added? I'm I'm absolutely fine with whatever whatever people want to do. I mean, I, I use my page as a cautionary tale for Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone can add and subtract whatever. They so want. you would like those those nicknames to be back on and more to be added? How else am I going to be the Wikipedia vandalism? That's a yes. Go see, put him back. Go. His face wasn't saying yes. <laughs> <laughs> but this is radio, so don't I guess. Don't make me get yes. Renee Lawrence in here. All right. Uh, if she comes don't down. make me. All right. Oh, uh, look, Tom Gleisner is here, and we are going to drag him into our unusual fact segment. Right. Let's do that next. Get this. They were a response to a particular historical time. That time is past and they have passed. For the next big thing from Mercedes-Benz, the all-new Sprinter. You're listening to Get This Around the Nation on Triple M or KOFM in Newcastle, home of the essential countdown. Oh, when's that Nick Kershaw song coming up? Ed, have we had any news yet? Well, we're not, we're not very close to the top ten, Tony. Oh, you know I, mean? I guess it'll be in oh, there. Tom oh, Gleiser's with us. Look, yeah. he's got 20 tracks on his best of album. 20? Nick, Nick Kershaw mm-hmm. now and then. Yes. So there's, that's a pretty good top twenty. Mm-hmm. Are there any any sort of early odds on the number one in the in the countdown? Let's have a guess. Let's have a guess. Choir boys. Well, remember in our day, Tony. Sorry to say it. It was always Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven. But I think that got bumped about a decade or so ago when we yeah. we got we sort of got over the whole thing. But um, yeah, what would what, be number one? What about uh, My Sharona? That'll mm. go close, won't it? No, it's more your novelty, I think, than than that's oh, not that's top. I don't think that's top ten. Uh, your noise works. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> theme from the Never Ending Story by Lamal. <laughs> oh, that's been on. We had Lamal, have we? We've had, we? We've had Lamal. Still waiting at for that. At least at least three synthesizers going in that bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. They were on loan from Kajagugu, though. <laughs> to Shasha. You showed me that yesterday. Yeah. Punishing. <laughs> Punishing. Get onto YouTube. Punishing work. Type Kajigugu. in Kajigugu. How do you spell Kajagugu, just for those who might want to do it? K-A-G-A. Oh, no. <laughs> no. That's as far as I can get. <laughs> Not I was really confident going in, though, mm. wasn't I? You went hard. That's an easy question. Uh, but, like, I've got some music for everyone. Have you? Yeah. A lot of people come up to me in the street tone, and they say, you didn't even play that live. You pretend, and then you uh, you, then you cut to some prepared music, That's right? That's what saying. Uh, a lot of people coming up to me saying that. Shit. A lot of people driving past yelling, poofed around the window of cars. Oh, yeah. right. But if they stop, this is what they normally say. I challenge that. Uh, Tommy, mm? you're on drums. Okay. Well, I have to. Well, it's all going to be in the book Cavalier Town. <laughs> <laughs> Subtitle: Poofter or not? 
And okay, let's yeah. let's put it to the okay. test. So this is live. You're saying what we're going to hear is what live. What we're going to hear is live. And you'll be able to tell it's got a very distinctive live sound. Tommy's on drums, and I'm going to play all the other guitars. Okay. Two, three, four. Yeah, that could be live. Okay. It's live-ish. When do I start on drums? No. Uh, I'm not sure, Tommy. When, just feel it. <laughs> You're already doing a cymbal really oh, quietly, actually. Oops, sorry. Now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, very good. <laughs> That's ACDC, uh, you shook me all like, like long live. Yeah. Am I drunk this morning? It sounds like I am. <laughs> Welcome to Get This, if you've just tuned in. And mm. hello to the people who go down to ACDC Lane in Melbourne mm. with the tiny stick-on lightning bolt. <laughs> Good on that? them. Tom Gleis is Good with us. Them. Have you seen that? There's ACDC Lane, but the council wouldn't let them include the lightning bolt. Oh, so they've added it. So somebody is making them. That's good. Sneaking down and putting them up. How's that? That's I like That's that. Work. I uh, like that a lot. Our listeners love to. E How good are the emails on this show? Uh, it's... Amazing. Well, you think they're good, Tony, but Nikki, your producer, actually filters most of the <laughs> truly strange ones out. So you, you only get the good ones. You should see the pile outside. <laughs> they're taken to the incinerator. Yes. A lot of people, we have so many fans of uh, the oft-maligned Arrested Development series. It's got a very Best poor... show ever. It was on, what, 11.30? Best show ever. Channel 7. People love Job. Oh, oh, He's one of the oh, great comedy characters oh, of all time. Yeah, one day. Yeah. People want uh, be like Job. a Job ringtone. That's who you model your life after? Oh, no, it's just he's the best actor ever, that guy. Will Arnett is just the, he's the greatest. And never done comedy before? He's just the best. Yeah. I've been watching the third series. I couldn't wait till it came out here. Uh, that's all right, Tony. I had to get it off the internet. Fair enough, brother. And he's uh, asked to be best man at Michael's... Uh, Wedding, and he's really, it's such an honor. And he yeah. goes, um, Michael, I'm going to buy you the cleanest prostitute in all of Los Angeles County. <laughs> he's going, You just have to be the best man. You just have to observe. You just have to watch. Oh, if I'm paying that kind of money, I'm going to watch. <laughs> Enough of doing other people's material, but that is such a good show. Series three coming soon. Best just show such ever. great dialogue on Everything that show. Everything about it, Tone. The, Everything about it. The mother, Jessica Walter, starts dating James Lipton from inside the actor's studio. <laughs> and um, what's his name? Jason Bateman's line yeah. is, um, she's, uh, what is that? He goes, he's old enough to be her contemporary. <laughs> You don't get dialogue like that on many shows. Oh, kick ass. Not on this one. Let's get up the mountain. <laughs> Tom, do you like an unusual fact? I love it. Love it. I've got one for you. Let's hear it. The human head grows as much in the first year of life as it does for the rest of your life. It is unusual. Oh, thank you, Maddie D. <laughs> Good on you. Is that true? That's true. Is this... Because uh, we've actually got someone who has children here for once. Uh, Ed, have you observed this yourself? Oh, no, I mean, I was telling Ed that we've got... Oh, I've got... Oh, Ed's suddenly thinking, what, who, how, who? Ed's How going, many? Is Call his, in. Is his family tree weirder than he thinks? <laughs> but you know what I mean? These mm. sort of issues. It's good when we ah, have parents yes, yes, yes. Mm. Yes. Is yes. this true? Have you seen this happen? Oh, well, I haven't got the calipers out and measured it oh. minute by minute, but I believe medically it has been proved. Can I help you towards a Burt Newton joke? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say, Tom. <laughs> Here's a fact for you. This is from our good friends at Zoo Weekly. Man, do they have unusual Mate, facts on, on their pub ammo page. If a man farted non-stop for six years and nine months and then lit it, he would produce an explosion equal to the power of the first atomic bomb. It is unusual. There's a project for you, Kim Jong-il. <laughs> that guy could do that. Mr. Methane could do that, couldn't oh, he? Mr. Methane. Mm. He could do it. Yes, yes. He could. 
Mr. Meat, do people know who we're talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Farts for a living. Farts think, music think, for a living. Yeah, I think the name's pretty self-explanatory. Fires a dart across the room through a hose, bursts a balloon. <laughs> and he used to come in on Martin Malloy, and I would always have a look at his list of gigs, his, like, tour schedule, yeah. and it'd be like... Three shows a night, every night for a month, and you just go, oh, man, imagine him being handed that. <laughs> My ass is going to be exhausted. <laughs> is, he, is he in retirement now? <laughs> no, he in just hospital. continues to tour. Mm, he's opened an academy. <laughs> young, up-and-coming. He's like, up-and-coming. Likes to help People answers. can play their own instruments now on Idol. Let's get some of that action. Yeah, absolutely. Now. Unusual facts. Here's one for you. Uh, somewhere here. The Big Pen was named after French inventor Marcel Bitch. What? But they dropped the uh, H, fearing the US market might pronounce the pen Bitch. It is unusual. That'd be good, though. Mm. Chuck us a bitch. <laughs> the bitch is mightier yeah. than the sword. That's not bad. Yeah, I think that could catch on. Yeah. Unusual facts. What have we uh, got here? Yuri Geller. Yuri yeah. Geller, yes. uh, well-known teaspoon bender, mm. is uh, looking for a, an heir. There's a TV show in Israel, and uh, he, it's going to be like American Idol. And each week, I think it's a really good idea mm. for a show, yes. mm. each week you've got to come up with a, a trick which is better and more interesting than the one you did last right. week. Uh-huh. And you're going to knock right. them out. And, and by, the end of the th- by the end of the show, you get to go and live with Yuri Geller. It's a bit Liberace for me. <laughs> Okay, but the problem is he would know. He would know it before the series even started. He would know who the winner was going to be. So there's no excitement for oh, that's uh, Yuri. True. Mm, Living with Yuri Geller. Don't take the nice cutlery. <laughs> he's on the bend. That's I, all he does. I, I thought it? he'd been debunked. I thought he'd, he'd long Geller. gone. So he's obviously yeah. now a very big star in Israel. I suspect Geller debunked. Yeah. Mm, 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 what? Mm. Well, you know, I think they did try and run... It was rubbish. Yeah, it was. I used to write letters to the editor. I used to put bitch to paper every time he was on. <laughs> no. Yeah. complain. I thought his credibility remained intact. No, mm. no, not in the paranormal world. I think he's somewhere just slightly to the left of David Copperfield. Oh, dear. Sorry. Was Sorry. Blood here? Is, is, he heading, is he heading for John Edwards' territory? <laughs> Where is the Copperfield Fountain of Youth update? We were going I, yeah, I, I, I googled it the other day. Anything? No, not scientists, not allowed in there yet. Uh, David Copperfield is still exploring its powers. He's discovered a fountain of youth on his own island. Isn't that a coincidence? That's lucky for him, isn't it? <laughs> we'll, we'll, I hope we're lucky enough to visit it. It'll be a small fee, I suppose. Sure that'll just be duly administered. Yeah, but that's just to cover, yeah, you know, cover the basic cost. Crushed <laughs> leaves, sand <laughs> that you might display. Sand ain't free, Tommy. Absolutely. On an island, sand ain't free. Isn't that lucky? Every year, 11,000 Americans injure themselves while trying out bizarre sexual positions. Yeah! It is unusual! And then they're restored by Yuri Geller. <laughs> 11,000. 11,000. Ca- would there be a catalogue of that somewhere? Oh. That's something I'd like to read. I'm sure there'd be a not-safe-for-work gallery you could go to <laughs> to find out what those... I mean, I'm, I'm wondering if it's 11,000 different positions. That's what I'm saying. Just the one that's throwing it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Or one person 11,000 times. Uh, <laughs> I want to party with them. Mm. Uh, I'd love to see. If anyone knows where I would, someone might be able to get hold of such a list, please tell me. <laughs> With photos, preferably for Ed. <laughs> One in three visitors to porn sites on the internet are women. Doesn't that go against what we're normally told? Wait a second. Uh, think about that. One in three. How do, how do they know? Because when you log in, you how would you, I mean? Oh, one in three claim to be I women. Claim to women. Thank you. Yeah. 
It's yeah. taken a step sideways. Is, has your campaign, what is it, Ed was very concerned yesterday, there's some kind of campaign to get pornography yeah, off 20, the internet. 20,000 people have signed a petition to try and get, um, you know, porn off the internet. The internet would collapse, Ed, I think we all know that. Yeah, there's not much be, else. It would just be betting in Viagra left. Mm, mm. <laughs> I, I used to get, is this something about getting older? I used to, my, my spam mail used to all be porn. Yeah, you know, all that kind of strange me. stuff. And that's just sort of stopped in the last year. And now I get, I get Viagra and Rolex watches. Ah. <laughs> what does that say about my interests in life? Yeah, it is. You've, cha- you've changed demographics. They know. At least they sort of, they're, they're you know, modulating their, mm. their um, ads to my changing and slightly sad don't, lifestyle. Don't, you don't have to worry until you start getting the mature age nappies. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll know what time that is because I've got a fake Rolex. <laughs> and, you know, I'm getting a lot of spam in telling me to invest in gold mm. in the Ukraine. Okay. It's saying, Good decision. Good. And it's I always, reckon. there's always a corporation that's asking you uh, to do this, yeah. the APB Corporation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the font is always just typewriter. Yeah. <laughs> and you go, get some better fonts if you're yeah. sitting on that much gold. Yes, you can afford to upgrade. <laughs> You know, you don't want to get a, a T3 Telstra prospectus that looks like a blackmailer's, <laughs> you know, cut-out letters. <laughs> Threatening letter. No, that's what it's like. Unusual facts, Mr. Marsden. Got one? Oh, I'm just thinking on the fly here. Uh, cats with their whiskers, you know, yeah, you know yeah, why yeah, cats yeah. need whiskers? No. It's so they can get through uh, dark and enclosed places when they explore, and, and the whiskers uh, actually measure the width of their body. Unusual. Yeah, that's right. So if you feel the end of a cat's whiskers, that's exactly how fat it is. Okay. And so it knows if something, if the end of the whiskers touches a wall, yeah. or, you know, mm, mm. the side of the hole, they yeah. know they won't be able to get and that's through. That's going to get through. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. You learn so much on this show. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm thinking of things to say, but they all involve animal cruelty, so I'm not going to say <laughs> Or the word yeah. pussy. And then either way, it's just not going to work, Tony. Is it? I can clean that up. Go to kittenmore.com, mm-hmm. uh, kittenmore, and it's two kittens, and, you, and you, get, you vote on which kitten you think is cuter. Is that right? And then what, the one, the loser dies? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Off and British kids. In a sack. Uh, this is, I guess this is an unusual fact. Did you see that guy on the news with amnesia the other day? Oh, he woke up with it, did he? He woke up with amnesia. It is unusual. I guess. He just, he woke up on a street in America somewhere with $8 in his pocket mm. and no idea who he was. And they had to put him on the news and finally his girlfriend recognised okay. him. And he couldn't remember her, he couldn't remember anything. Yes. And I'm going, that is like a punked opportunity, going begging. Don't tell him. <laughs> Don't tell him who he is. Get him on telly. Just tell tell him, him he's the host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> That's a good idea. Something like that. Or just him give him run. a job at the Wheat Boys. Tell you know? him he's can't the, remember a thing. Tell him he's the president. That's <laughs> and just let him be the president <laughs> for a couple of days and film it all. You sure I do this for Joe? Yeah, mate. Every oh, I tell you. Year. You're Thank God you're here. Art Department to fake up some photos of him shaking hands with somebody. With dignitaries That's and we're away. Right. That was just such a missed opportunity. Absolutely. Why did they tell him who he was what so did they do? quickly? Did they just take him back to his boring life? I'm not sure. I blew it. I was busy thinking my idea and I lost yeah, interest. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, we are. You would be sweet. You know what? We're actually running to time. It is unusual. That's very unusual. Wow. Give us a call. Tell us your unusual fact. One triple three five three. Uh, yeah. uh, no, we won't dovetail. It's too late. That's fine. It's too late for a dovetail? Fine, fine, fine. What no, was it going to be? It was going to be uh, good names for sporting teams. It was my flatmate, John, Category 1 genius. He's got a 10-pin bowling team that's called Pinger Rogers and Fred Spare. Oh. Mm. I mean, now that... 
And, you know, yes. They thought it through. I mean, he's got fleet pun fever, but that's all mm. right. So mm. maybe if people do the dovetail, mm. we'll be running late again like per normal. Oh, right. Yes, please do that. <laughs> Give us a call, one triple three five three. That's Tal Barkman. No, no, no. No, no, that's, no, your, uh, that's your Evermore, Evermore. running. It was meant to be Tal Barkman. I just wanted oh, to say it so it much. It was meant to be Tal Barkman. I wanted to say it so much just because isn't Tal Barkman the son of uh, Barkman from Barkman Turner Overdrive? Right. When is that going to be coming up on the... BTO. Central Counting. BTO. TCB. Taking care of business. <laughs> BTO, TCB, coming up after this break. All right. Meanwhile, uh, we're up a mountain looking for unusual facts with Tom Gleisner. John is here. Hello, John. Hi. Yeah, mate. Well, your fact, sir, your fact. Uh, giraffes don't have vocal cords and they communicate by waving their tails. It is. Unusual. Is that true? Yep. Right, so, and obviously the heads of... So if they wanted to talk to someone over a fence and only their head was sticking over, hmm. they'd have to stand on a ladder and wave their ass. Oh, they have to do a handstand. Uh. A handstand. But how do, do, they, do they make no sound through their mouth? None? None. None at all. We'd have to test this by wiring one up to a battery lead and just, you know, <laughs> set of jumper leads and just put, putting John, some voltage into it. John, I'd pay to see that. Yeah, yeah. Would you? You'd pay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Visit YouTube. Uh, John, that's, uh, thank you. That is, uh. And what's with the big neck? I mean, come on. Gotta reach high branches, Tone. Oh, Gotta get them high branches. That must be nightmare neck trouble. Uh, hello, Jeremy. Hello, guys. How are you? Yeah, good, man. Talk us through it. Uh, only two instruments, uh, have been invented in the 20th century. Can I guess what they are? It is. Unusual. Can I guess? Okay, ready? Uh, 20th century. Ooh, hang on. Electric kazoo? No, because that's an electrified gazoo. Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, how about the synthesizer? No, again, it's an imitation of an instrument that already existed. Oh, yeah. Well, Nick Kershaw, you know, had a good crack at making it a new instrument. <laughs> the wobble board. Oh, no, that's just a board that wobbles. Yeah. yeah. Well, then a guitar's just a sort of block of wood with strings, if you can take that. <laughs> so the hexagonal pseudo-echo drums, that would be a variation on drums. <laughs> You guys want to know? Yeah. Yeah. One more, one more. I'm, I'm surprised Tony hasn't gotten it, though. Oh, is it nerdish? The theremin? Oh, the, the theremin, theremin, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, the steel drum. The steel drum. Well, they're by your own theory, sir. This, that's just a variation on the drum. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. but it's a completely it's it's a completely different sound. It is a percussion instrument. Oh, I think we could say that about the electronic device. kazoo. Hey, um, <laughs> Have you not heard? I won't let the sun go down on me. Yeah. Do you, get get thee to a YouTube and uh, get, put type in Kershaw and and witness the you know the the the, the amazing power of the electric pan flute as well. But All if right. you had three of them, wouldn't that make it far better? Ah, very true, sir. Yeah. Very true. What about the plate of glass smashed over the head? Uh, was it Genesis style the other day? No, Billy Joel. Billy He's, Joel style. He loves to oh. smash a glass or two. Jeremy? I think the Greeks featured at that one. Mm. Yeah. I, can't, I can't accept steel drum, but so we're saying the theremin, theremin. theremin. which is that. You know, in an old Horror. movie when mm. something spooky happens? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, it's sort of the sound they have when Alan Jones comes into the office. <laughs> I'm just going to keep trying to get him in while Thank we you, can. Thank you, Jeremy. Hello, Steve. Have you got a, a, a name for us, a team name? Yeah, that's that's right. In Brisbane, near Brisbane, there's a place called Rathdowney, and they are called. It's a rugby league team, and they're called the Rathdowney Chocos. Oh, okay. It's really good chance you can get down. Yeah, that's just the sports note. Mr. Mars is going. Do I bring in the unusual facts? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a pool solely devoted to the dovetail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right. Okay. So what do you do unusual. now, Rich? It's not unusual. No. Hang on, you need, no. you need a sting in. You've got to maybe save this for the meeting. <laughs> How <laughs> does this team go, sir? Oh, I think they get flogged every week, I think. <laughs> By who? Um, I don't know if they're still playing, actually. 
they you used to have to walk across the paddock and get all the cow poop off the field before we played. <laughs> That's a warm up. Yeah. Just so, to get the crowd going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's an amazing fact. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Hello, James. G'day, how are you going? Oh, James, I spoke to you off air. This is incredible. Tell us <laughs> talk us through it. Well, because of the uh, changing of the climate in Alaska uh, and Canada, polar bears and grizzly bears are now starting to mate and create a species. And create what? A whole new species. Called? Wow. Called? And grizzlies. Oh, grizzlies. Yeah. yeah. Grizzlies. What's yeah. wrong with growler bears? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been better. Have you seen one of these, James? No, I just I read an article about it. I think that's incredible. Yeah. 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 Because they look, won't they be all like cuddly and like black, like brown and white spots and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the possibilities are endless. No, I'm thinking it'll be more like a beer that looks like a uh, Cadbury's top deck. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the image I'm getting in my head. Cadbury's yeah. top deck. Yeah. It's ebony and ivory up there in Alaska. <laughs> Lovely. It certainly Amazing. is. All right. Who, who, do, who are we going to be forced to mate with due to climate change? <laughs> um, the shebang. <laughs> <laughs> So be it. Uh, back's not Marty. All right. Uh, hello, Dave. Hello. How are we? Excellent, sir. You've got a fact for us? I do, actually, yes. Mm. Okay. My fact is that it actually takes the human fart mm. seven years to reach outer space. And that, believe me, is the truth. I don't believe you. It's the truth. Wow. Oh, go, Rich. Go, go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> think about that. How, uh, how did they work that out? I don't know. I've actually got a friend of mine who's uh, done uh, probably around about five or six years of science in university, and he actually told me that. He said it was just an amazing thing. He looked into it, found oh. out about it, and he, said, yes, it's actually true. He looked into it. He rang the Mir space station. So five or six years <laughs> of his life, research, had all been leading up to this discovery. Uh, what wow. if you send it registered mail? Would it be any quicker? That's <laughs> the same, I suppose. Thank you, Dave. Oh, and finally, right. Luke. What happens, though, when these farts get to outer space? Tony, move on. Yeah. <laughs> People just driving a spacecraft. Like, okay. can you get that? We near Earth. That's hmm. that's Jeez, odd. That millennium. Uh, hello, Luke. How what are, are you? eating on that planet? <laughs> and that you've got a, a soccer uh, team name for us? Yeah, yeah. A Kalindo soccer team name's called the Boy. The Boy. Yeah. Because oh, because they miss. Oh, oh. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. So is that when people look at who they're playing next week? It says the buy. Yeah. And then they yeah. don't show up, and you get the points. Oh. Yeah. So we're the only undefeated team oh. to uh, not play a game this season. Oh, <laughs> that's great. Very clever. So we had me and Mick Malloy wanted great idea. We wanted to call one of our albums "Reduced to Clear." That's the same. <laughs> we weren't allowed. And there was somebody wanted to call a movie like a major motion picture in the states. They wanted to call the movie. Uh, closed for renovations. Right. Ah, oh, that's funny. So that the, when the plastic letters on the cinema yes. is yes. the name yes. of the film. Closed for renovations. Yeah, that's one. But the buy, that's another yeah. one of those. And how they go? How's the buy going? Undefeated, as you say? Yeah, undefeated so far. <laughs> on the technicality. <laughs> Never had a kick. Yeah. Well done. It's because we're on some like 24 points, so, uh, it's a bit, it's a bit unusual seeing, uh, uh, points next to the bike. It is. Luke, well done. What a fantastic gallery of unusual facts. Time for us to sign off. Thanks to everyone who called in. Thanks to everyone who continues to email us. We do read them all, I assure you. 
Tom Gleisner, thank God you're here. That's going out. Yes, it's our, our third last episode tonight at 7.30. And, and the first series on DVD. Indeed, including lots of hidden features, behind-the-scenes yeah, footage, and a game you can play along yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah. And, and extremely funny bloopers. I'm always weary of the bloopers because I think it's going to be like the end credits of Cannonball Run. <laughs> but that is a really funny package of bloopers. San Sombrero, Tommy? Uh, San Sombrero is also out, the third in our Jet Lag Travel Education Guide series. Education. We've got, we've got Christmas covered. Christmas <laughs> is sorted. Uh, and our key phrase today, well, I think it comes courtesy of Chappelle Corby. Good. Renee Lawrence is a psychopathic lesbian. <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with Heath Franklin from the Ronnie Johns Show. And it's all thanks to the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, the next big thing. Frog sack.